I think what we're about to talk about can get to the point where it'll be real easy to take things personally. Yeah. Um, but might as well have fun with it because both both of you and I already know these things about each other. Yeah, I'm. None of this is really about you, though. It's just about some of it's about me and about things in general. Yeah. What? What? We have our own stuff written down. What do you mean? What? I'm going to talk about some personal stuff. I said none of it's about you. Oh. From me. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Well, do you want to get into this or? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Are you with me right now? Yeah. Are you flowing with me? Yes. Okay. All right. Why don't you lead? Okay. So did you, are, did you have an article that you want to walk through? Article. The one you sent me last week about like the most the most um, popular neuroses per se. Like things people have going on in their mind, like codependency. It was kind of like a list form with more information. I don't have that. I don't even have that ready. I don't even okay. know what you're talking about. Oh. Um. I don't know how to start. Oh, man. <sighs> Man, we can get through this. <laughs> we cannot stop <laughs> arguing. Fuck. Yeah, I can't. I, I want to just leave all the time. <laughs> Every time we hit record, I want to leave. <laughs> All right, welcome to Should We Get Married with Kylie and Kyle. Uh, so I just want to say first off and foremost, thank you so much for listening. Your support is so incredible and this community is so great and it really makes my day when I hear from somebody, they send me a text or a DM and, um, thank you so much. And I see you and, um, it's, it just, it makes my day. They're all day makers mm -hmm. and please, um, review us and, uh, leave a, leave a star rating and, um, and tell a friend that, 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 that's what helps the most. Just word of mouth is, is the best thing for uh, should we get married mm -hmm. tell a friend yeah and thank you for all the comments on instagram someone yeah. the other day said blow mud so <laughs> that probably made your day because of course it made my day you're trying yeah. to start that one <laughs> i'm trying to get blow mud out there you know i wanted to ask people if they'd be willing to sprinkle in or lightly pepper in a few blow muds into casual conversations yeah i feel like the answer is gonna be no Right. For people. But what's the point of doing that? Just to like, are they going to report back? Yeah. Just okay. to see how I like it goes. It. I like it. So <laughs> if you guys, if anybody sprinkles in blow mud into the conversation, make sure and let us know. <laughs> yeah. This is great. This is grade A content right here. Yeah. And try it at work. 
Yeah, definitely try it at work and, you know, with your mom. <laughs> like the next time you have a conversation with your mom and you have to go to the bathroom, excuse yourself for the bathroom, just say, mm-hmm. excuse me, mom, right now I have to go blow mud <laughs> and just walk off. Don't, you know, don't acknowledge it. She's probably heard worse out of be your ca- mouth. Be casual about it. Be cash. That that reminds me of something. Before we get super into it, okay. we are talking about shortcomings today mm-hmm. and pet peeves and yeah. things like that. Yeah, I have noticed over the years that I, around my family, my like my mom, my dad, my sister, I like rev up the swearing and inappropriate things for mm-hmm. some reason. I don't know why in my adult life to see what kind of reaction I get. <laughs> and I can't put a finger on where that came from. I think it's because it was so strict growing up. Yeah. I need I, sh- I need to unpack that one. You know what I'll do is I kind of do the opposite and it's not something I would ever brag about is I'll, <laughs> I'm not I'll say, I'll start swearing or being like extra cool, you know, <laughs> quotes quote around it, around my parents or people. And it's just me trying to like prove myself, I think. Mm. Just me trying to like be like, hey, I'm an adult now. You know, I'm 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 in my 30s. I think that's what it is. And I'm an adult mom. You know, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. I can say and do whatever I want. I can swear now. I have a bank account. (laughs) Yeah. I pay my car insurance (laughs) on time now. You just catch yourself saying something like blah, 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 blah. And then kind of like looking at them to see what their reaction is. Yeah. Um. So, uh, I, I also, I do want to say before we get into the topic is, um, if Salem, (laughs) if Salem gets up at any point in time, which I can just sense he's gonna and trapes around and then eventually end up over at that water bowl, like every episode and just loudly laps up water for a good minute long. It's so frustrating every time I'm going to return him (laughs) to the pound. He's going back. I saved all my receipts for nine years. He's going back to the pound. Free dog. Today. Um, so, honey, we... Uh, <laughs> it's been a rough go. It's a rough been, couple weeks, guys. It's been, it's been so hard. We hit record yesterday. Or we hit record last week on Saturday morning, as usual, and had to stop to get in a big fight. And then we tried again on Sunday and hit stop again because we got in another fight. And guess what? We did it this morning, too. It just happened <laughs> just now. We d- <laughs> Wait, can I back up? Did yes. I just address the audience? Did I say guys? You, I think you might have, and you <sighs> used to tell me not to do that. Yeah, I'm sorry, honey. <laughs> it's all right. I don't want to turn this into us and the audience. I just want, not that that's well, a bad thing. I just want us to have a conversation. That's the whole point of this co- this podcast is to... <laughs> Well, sometimes it's necessary because you and I already know that that happened last weekend and you're letting the folks know. All right. Fair enough. You're right. Because, yeah, you're right. I shouldn't be too hard on myself. But also I, as the apology still sticks because <laughs> I, I feel bad about that. And but we haven't we didn't record. We haven't released a podcast for yeah. a full week. So if you're wondering why you didn't see one uh, <laughs> to download this week, it's because we was fighting. It's been a real, it's been a real white hot week. But also, we were the, making up in lots of ways as well. So at the household, we did, and that's another testament to the podcast. Is even though, and today I know we got some stuff to talk about. 
And a lot of it is to be just let go of, but a lot of it was talked about. Um, we, we started and stopped on Saturday and then again on Sunday and Sunday, we really got into a really good conversation. I wish the mics were on because yeah, it was incredible to, um, to work out those issues. I agree. And today hasn't been easy. I think, I think what's happening here, honeybee is we're going through growing pains on the podcast. Yeah, we are. And it's not, it's not easy it's like to the, do this thing. The 10 episode slump grow pain, pain. <laughs> yeah. This 10 episode itch. Yeah. <laughs> Already. It's like the two year yeah. dating mark. Yeah. <clears throat> Don't um, worry. We're st- sticking with it. <laughs> oh yeah. This is so important to me. This yeah. podcast. We're yeah. just working out the, the kinks. I could, I could, you know, sometimes we just want to pinch each other in the face and other times <laughs> pinch in the face mother my face into your neck it's you know give and take give and take yeah and um i think it's good that well, I, honestly i think we wouldn't have dealt with some of those issues had we not had the podcast going mm. and, or some sort of like third party thing like if it was therapy or something it would have probably uh yielded similar results getting into some issues and talking through them so well uh, i'm just grateful for it i'm just grateful for this and for you and our relationship and um it's it's just awkward and hard sometimes that's what she said (laughs) (sighs) we're on the last season of our third watch through of the office yeah can't wait probably my fifth I, By the way, the eighth season, no, the seventh season is my favorite of The Office. I oh just yeah. wanted to say that out loud. Excellent writing. Into the microphone. <laughs> my favorite. Um. Oh, shoot. I had something in my head and I lost it. I'm sorry. I messed that up. No, I? it's okay. All right. The she said messed it up. Do you want to go into um, neuroses, pet peeves, and shortcomings? Yeah, I think we should start with pet peeves. Okay. Let's do it. Do you want to start it off or do you want me to? Uh, go ahead. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Okay. I think maybe somewhere deep, deep, deep down the fighting maybe was avoiding the fact that we're about to talk about our shortcomings and stuff <laughs> or I'll speak for myself. Yes. Cause I was hyper-focused on listing out all of my shortcomings and, so I only, I only have a couple. Yeah. Okay. Well, just like to touch upon because I could talk for days about my shortcomings. <laughs> so I just wanted well, a couple pe- to bounce off. Pet peeves are fun and light. Yeah. So I was, so I want to start this off. I used to date this girl. It was a really short, it was a really short stretch of dating. And she said her main pet peeve was leaving cabinet doors open. And that ultimately led to <laughs> me going. You did going, it on purpose, didn't you? What? Did you start doing it on purpose? No. we. I mean, oh, okay, we sorry. went on a couple of dates, and this was something that she brought up out of the blue. <laughs> okay, sorry to interrupt you. And uh, and it it turned me off. It's like, <laughs> really? It's just, they're just cupboards. cupboards. And they stay open sometimes. Most of the time they're closed. 
but uh and then also the another common pet peeve is the that is not a big deal to me is the um the toilet paper direction right oh yeah underneath or over the top look we're lucky if we even get it on the roll (laughs) 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 it's true (laughs) that is so true because it's a pain in the ass to get it on the roll we need a new roll holder yeah but it looks nice looks really good you know what growing up Mm -hmm. my dad's thing was if we didn't put the toilet paper back on the roll he would he would always have to remind us like he just didn't understand why we couldn't just (laughs) fucking throw the other one away and put this on that was his thing (laughs) so i i will admit that i like over the top more than underneath but I do not give two toilet paper rolls. Well, over the top is the correct way, but let's just breeze past it. Oh, you think there is a correct way? Yeah. Everyone knows that over the top is the right. Is that everyone? Yeah, I think you're right. Most people do say that, which I, I agree with. I don't know if it's quote unquote the correct way. I don't know if we're dealing in facts here, but. Because there's no way for the toilet paper to get stuck behind the wall side if it's over the top but under the underneath it can get lost and then you're searching fair point but that takes literally half a second to fix Mm, yeah i guess but those half seconds really add up but in our household (laughs) it's always off the roll easy access yeah when we're blowing mud oh okay let's get into uh pet peeves here okay Um, i'm gonna start off this one's just kind of it's an easy one and I don't understand how people do this. Okay. I really have no, it's, it bottles my mind. Do share boggles. And I don't understand how it's still happening. It's 2019. Tell me. People, so I'm driving down the road and all of a sudden I see a burning ember just fly outside of the car window. People are still flicking their cigarettes out of their car onto the street. Oh, Wow. That's a huge pet peeve. I think that is uh, not cool nope. on so many levels. Uh, that's really interesting because I don't, I like, yeah, they're not biodegradable. Well, the, so if they're, if, the, so I used to be a smoker. Yeah. And if you're, if you have a filterless cigarette, that is biodegradable. Okay. But if the, the filter is the gnarliest part of the cigarette and, um, also, you know, the, the fire part's not great either. But um, in Washington, you don't typically have to worry about that too much. Hmm. But either way, it's why, why do people do that? Every time I do see that, like, and um, someone's just thrown one and it's kind of like skidding through the road and it goes yeah. under my car, I feel like it's going to bounce up into my engine and just start a fire. <laughs> I can't the- be the only person that feels that way. <laughs> Your your car is kind of on fire. It's it's a combustion it's com, it's a combustion engine. Yeah. Or a combustible or com, so it is literally kind of firing. Yeah. So if a fucking <laughs> on fire like <laughs> cigarette butt bounces up in there, no. it's basically a spark. No, that's not how it. Mm. No. If it would get near or a, a, a gas tank that happened to have a leak in it or <laughs> something like that, yes, but that wouldn't happen to your oh, engine, honey. I would. That's good. You don't have to worry about it. Okay. But it's, what's that movie, uh, the, uh, 
not the sixth sense, but oh, final destination. Ugh. So you see that you play that through in your head every time that happens. Yeah. Like you're going to blow up in mm-hmm. a, in a, that's yeah. incredible. Every time, huh? I mean, it's, yeah, it's rare, but it does happen often. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is happens. rare. It happens, it happens often. Okay, well, Anyways, let's what's do What's our next one? Well, why don't you do one? Okay. Um, for the longest time. Well, I'll tell you, my biggest one is when people leave cabinet doors open. Serious? No. Okay. <laughs> Get out of here with that. It's when people flick water in my face. Whoa. What? But no one does that anymore because we're in our 30s. But that used to be a thing. Like if you're washing your hands or whatever and you look and you, someone just goes in your face. Oh, fuck that. I hated that. Man, what, what a cunty thing to do. Right? To somebody. But it's been done to you, hasn't it? Yes. And, and have that, you done it to someone else? I probably have. Yeah, I definitely have, but I totally relate to that. Mm-hmm. And that is such a pet peeve of mine, too. Why do, <laughs> Why did and would somebody want to do that? I guess I, I could see how it's funny to, to see the rise in somebody. That's always a good time when you get a rise out of somebody. You know, when you scare yeah. somebody or whatever. And if someone else doesn't mind it, then they... Just think they're being playful and cute and funny, but yeah, <laughs> no. How about a splash in the pool when you splash well, somebody? You're in a pool, so you're agreeing already to get wet. You've so. crossed the so there's just kind of a, a general agreement when yeah. you cross. Oh, yeah, that makes Unless sense. Unless you voiced really loudly that, like, I'm not getting my hair wet or I'm not going below my shoulders, but. <sighs> Maybe yeah. you want to dunk those people anyway. Right. That kind of <laughs> would lead me to want to dunk them mm-hmm. because they, they got a, they got something up their butt. <laughs> but getting water in your eyes, no matter what, really sucks. Yeah, I agree. Stings. But yeah, that's my, that's okay. one of mine. Okay. Here's another one. I don't, so this is a pet peeve of myself too. And I don't like it when people do a job, the simplest job, even if it's, emptying out the trash or wiping down a counter or, you know, any, or if it's a a big job, like, I don't know, a bigger one (laughs) (laughs) is when they don't do the job all the way. Uh Oh, and, um, (laughs) listen, I've had fights about this. I'm not going to bring up anything. I'm guilty of this too, but as a, uh, leader in, in the workforce or in, in a position to lead or a manager, I don't, I honestly don't like it when an employee doesn't go above and beyond. Like if it's to pick up the bathroom, something as simple as that, the job sucks, but how well do you do it? Mm -hmm. And I like, I love it when somebody does a job really well. Like they take an extra step to clean off a something on the wall that they see instead of just picking up the trash or, um, if it's wiping down when I, you know, when I clean the, when I clean the, the kitchen, I try and do something a little extra because I know it's going to just feel better in the end. So that's a pet peeve, but I'm just as guilty as that, as that, as anybody else, but it's still a pet peeve. Okay. I don't like super long explanations or super long detailed stories that are (laughs) 
really okay. There's two parts of this. Yeah. Long-winded, detailed stories. Did I just do that though? I felt like I just did that. No, this is different. Oh, this is different. Okay. That was a little long, but. Uh, um. So there's long-winded explanations, and then people repeating their stories oh, that hate, I've already heard. Dude, I hate story repeaters. And I'm the whole story. I'm thinking like, do I say you already told me this? Do I chime in here and say, oh yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know, or do I fucking sit through it again? You know what I do? I walk off. Well, sometimes you can't. No, no. You have a choice in all those situations. <laughs> um, and the other side of that is when someone's explaining something or walking through something that to me is obvious. This is usually like a work thing. And stating the obvious and stating like the result of what their entire explanation has come to, like their aha moment, which... I realize the minute they start talking, I don't know if that's just me or if it's the person hmm. is over explaining what I'm like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's obvious. Is okay, there typically move forward here? Yeah. Is, and is there t typically like a condescending tone in those? Not necessarily. Okay. I'm just, I just feel like, um, I just feel like we all should already know some stuff. And it's obvious to me, but maybe that's just me. No, I agree. I think there's a lot of over ex over explaining where people just yeah. kind of know it, but there's some people that just don't have the awareness. Well, that's true. There are people in the room that maybe don't know, but it's up to the person to acknowledge that. I think if you're, if you're explaining something, it's up to that person to interject a few words of like, stop me if you've already heard this or some, totally. or something like, I'm sure you guys already know this, but I just want to go over it again. Yes. That can kind of, that helps and alleviates those kinds of, that's what I yeah. try to do. Cause my neck gets tired of nodding. Like, yep. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. I, I, I hate when someone's going to go on like a 10 minute explanation and in minute one, I already know what they're getting at. Yeah. They, I already know yeah. where they're going to end at. And I'm like, Got it. Move forward. Yeah. There's so much overthinking. There's so much over explanation explaining out there. And, um, maybe I'm just wicked smart. <laughs> <laughs> you are honeybee. You are. <laughs> Where are we? Boston? No. Oh, Michael Scott and, and Holly. No, but that's a Boston accent though, honey. I know. And that's, f well then, <laughs> <laughs> okay, one more and then move on to the sure. next thing. Mm -hmm. um, uh oh, I forgot what my next one is. You don't have it written down? No, I just thought of it oh. and I was gonna, and I was gonna say, Hey, one more. And then the next thing. And it now here we are. You thought of a pet peeve while I was talking. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you do your is next one? my deal? Okay. Uh, one-sided conversations. Uh, I'm seeing a theme here. Are you? These are probably just the things I deal with most. Yeah, maybe. So when you're having a conversation with someone and you can tell whether they're engaged with you or not, or whether they see right through you, and um, they could talk and talk and talk and talk and talk, but never ask you a question or bring you into the fold. Oh, yeah. 
and you're just kind of like an object in the room at some point listening to them, even though you might have something to say or can relate in some sort of way. So or he, just always talking about themselves and never like, how are you doing? What do you like to do for fun? I actually tried doing that at a dinner party not too long ago. And I asked that question mm-hmm. just to get out of whatever conversation was lulling. Yeah. And it it sparked new conversation. It was great. Oh, yeah. I loved it. Okay. So I learned a little while ago, maybe in my late 20s that asking questions more than I'm making statements or me asking questions in the majority of the conversation is, has always yielded better results. And it's how I got over small talk because I think small talk, I used to feel that small talk was the most asinine, boring waste Mm -hmm. of time, but I didn't, I was more of a wallflower back then. And so, but I wanted to, learn how to network better and learn how to engage in people better and learn a few more things about myself. And I did it by asking questions. You are the best at that. I will say. And, um, you engage. And also there's an absurdity in small talk that is absolutely hilarious. And you can kind of play a game of how many times. So sometimes I'll go, I'll spiral into in a good way and I'm totally aware of it and I'm having fun just in my own head of, what I can talk about with weather and what I can, <laughs> what I can get into with politics. How basic can we get? And I can kind of, I go into a question of politics just totally. Cause usually we go into a politic question with, and it's backloaded. Like we, I have thoughts in the chamber type of thing. Yeah. You're just waiting for your turn to, but in small talk, I love to drop a nugget of politics <laughs> and have no, and, I, and there's nothing in my chamber. I'm just here to read the person, see where it goes, see where their thoughts are at and see what kind of a person they are. And then if it's totally different, I just kind of go with that. If it, I mean, if it's totally different from my point of view, I just roll with it. Oh, well, why do you feel that way? How do you feel that way? That's really interesting. I hadn't thought of it that way. What do you think about this? And I just kind of like go down that and it makes the conversation incredible. Hmm. And then that person ends up liking you more, me more. And then I like that person more because I've gone into it with curiosity instead of um, expectations. It's a fun game. Yeah, it's I love it. And (laughs) I'm not great. I'm not, you know, perfect at it, but. Anyways, I'm just saying that's a great, your pet peeve is really relatable to me. You agree. Did I, I you feel like your... I just over explained all of that. No, don't overthink okay. my pet peeves now. <laughs> Do you have another one to share? No, I totally forgot it. Can <laughs> we move on? Yeah. Okay. Should we just like turn up the notch to shortcomings? <laughs> oh, I was thinking neuroses next, but we can do shortcomings. I mean, like, ex- can you explain the difference? Yeah, it's kind of the same. But really, like, for for other folks and for myself, neuroses, I think we looked it up last week, mm-hmm. are literally, like, the things you're dealing with in your head, right? Yeah, it's like, it's anxieties and fears going in. It's, it's anxieties and fears kind of poisoning your actions. That's what right. neuroses is. The things that make us who we are, basically, in... Um, And cause certain behaviors and just our personalities. Yeah, it comes from like past and how we were brought up and you may have been the best brought up (laughs) in the most greatest environment, but that can lead to a neuroses when you're in a different environment. Bingo. 
Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And then shortcomings are sort of like the manifestation of some of those neuroses. Yeah. Yeah. Like like your actual, the things that you do that you maybe do or don't know that you're doing. Yeah. That that affect other people. Yeah. And that I don't like about myself. Okay. Yeah. So I feel like we should go neuroses first because if shortcoming, okay, we're on the same page. All right. Yeah. Um, Okay. Well, here's one. Okay. Um, I, so before a big thing, I get really wound up and I get really sharp and to the point and hyper-focused on details. And, um, it's hard for me to like be cool, calm and collected and let go. And it depends on what it is. If I have like, for example, when I was on tour and a band before, if I had been playing a show once a month, I would get really nervous. But if I was on tour and I had that routine of always playing a show every day, Mm -hmm. then it wouldn't, I was, it was like, you know, eating lunch. The show was, it was easy. It was just Mm -hmm. something I was doing. But if there's a lot of time, like, so if I'm preparing for a trade show or a video shoot or a, a, a photo session or whatever, And I haven't done one in like a couple of weeks or, you know, a week or whatever, or a couple of months, I get really nervous and tight and wound up. Well, and so where does that come from? Anxieties and fears? Oh yeah, for sure. I'm afraid I'm going to mess it up. I'm afraid I'm not going to be totally prepared. And I'm, you know, everything from like, I'm afraid this person isn't going to like me or like my thing or my, my ideas you know, I, I'm going to have to take a shit in the middle <laughs> of this meeting. I'm just going over all the worst case scenarios. I think, uh, I think anxiety is like a big neurosy topic for both of us. Yeah. Well, I've, I have a history of panic attacks, so it's absolutely. Yeah. And the only thing that gets me over that is by walking through the fear. The only thing I used to think that would be the worst thing to do is actually you know, do the things that I'm afraid of, but it's the best thing. I do mm-hmm. the things that I'm afraid of. Um, if I can piggyback on the anxiety thing, please. I've found that lately I'm, I'm trying to manage my anxiety in a more healthy way because I don't know if I didn't notice it before or if it's getting worse, but throughout the day, every little thing that I do at work, like every little tap, I do a bazillion things a day. And they just add up and add up and add up and I'm being super productive, but like inside I'm just standing at a desk doing all these things mostly, but inside I get frenzied and it builds and builds and builds. And then if anything frustrating happens, which is a lot, it just like compounds that frenzied, antsy, wound up feeling. And by the end of the day, when I sit down to drive home for an hour Um, my neck is tense. My shoulders are tense. Like it's so hard to relax. And then I'm just like grinding through traffic and then I get home and I can't relax, Mm -hmm. which you've mentioned before. Like you can't ever just chill out. (laughs) Yeah. The chill factor, man. So wound up. It's gotten to a point where I'm wondering like if I have a bigger problem to deal with here. Well, I, I can relate. And I think the best thing for me to do and what I would suggest 
wait, I'm going into solution mode. I don't want to solve your problem. I just want to hear just you. Relate. I can just relate. I can just relate. Yeah. And I suppose a lot of people probably can. Yeah. Relate. And that anxiety feeds a lot of other stuff. Like anytime I have something big to do, whether it's fun or work or nothing, I'm the same as you. I get all wound up. Yeah. And then you get kind of sh- sharp and oh yeah, irritable and... Everything is done a correct way. Mm-hmm. And if somebody isn't doing it the correct way, they're going to know about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Can I go to my next one? Sure. All right. Okay. So this one is a few layers. This one's just a little, what do you call it? It's, it's, it's I, hmm. anyways, anyways, here it is. <laughs> When I become aware of my awareness, I become obsessed with my mental health and it leads to, it leads to depression. So I kind of like, if I see myself from above what I'm doing, I just kind of get so wound up and I think about how I'm dealing with things and then I'm questioning them and I get really, uh, sensitive and I get, I start to question everything and then it just leads to me being bummed out and depressed. So in your own head, basically. Yeah. It's all in my own head stuff. Yeah. I think that's highly relatable too. Yeah, maybe it's, I just, um, I get too, I get, I, I get too aware. Like self-awareness is really important, yeah. but hyper self-awareness is kind of a burden that, um, that can lead to, that definitely leads me to depressive and anxious moments. I can see like, um, I can see like that, that'll happen. And then you just are on the hamster wheel in your head mm-hmm. and the thing that'll get you out of it is action. But sometimes for a while you got to just, you're stuck in the head part. Yeah. And I think like the root of that would be fear and control. Mm. I think those two things kind of, those two things kind of exacerbate everything. Just wanting, just being afraid and then wanting to control. Mm. And then it's like a cyclical cycle of doom eventually. (laughs) And uh, eventually I have to let go. Eventually I have to accept and let go and work. Get to work. Um, control's a good control's a good neurosis or shortcoming. Yeah. Eh, either way, I think control. Yeah, it could be either. Control I f- is a manifestation of other shit for sure. Yes, different kinds yeah. of people end up being controlling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like and and nobody's immune to it. Yeah. We all, we all have situations where it's time to control whether, whether it's right or not. Yeah. There's an obvious like, oh, that person is controlling. And then on the other end of the spectrum, there's someone who is really sweet and kind and wonderful and soft spoken and takes care of everybody. But that's super controlling. She's fucking controlling. <laughs> yeah. That, that can be even more controlling. And Hey, sometimes. I just said she, and that was not fair. He or she, he or she, he or she, he or she. <laughs> it's 2019, man. But I, I, I have something to say about control, which um, I grew up in like what I think is a pretty strict household, had a great childhood and everything, but mm-hmm. it was very controlling elements 
of that and very strict stuff and some rules. And, um, you know, that's one way to parent and we turned out pretty okay and all is good, but I feel like it led to some of my own behaviors, maybe shortcomings. Yeah. Um, but when I didn't realize this till later, but I think since I felt so controlled as a kid without knowing that that's what was happening, then I would start to control others. And now I can look back and see that like I was a little bratty kid to some of my childhood friends Mm -hmm. and was really bossy and bitchy and, and like would, uh, basically was controlling them because I didn't feel like I had control of myself at home. And it took me a long time to, to unpack that one. And I have to work now not to do that. But um, that strictness to me felt like like if my mom was overbearingly strict or controlling about something, I think it taught me not to, that like maybe she didn't trust me and so that I shouldn't trust myself. And so Mm -hmm. like fast forward now, since I'm codependent, which is another topic, like that not trusting myself makes it harder to make decisions. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, um, controlling the environment because I feel out of control manifests in like over cleaning the house or staying busy. Oh, this goes back to at work, like just being a busy body. Right. Instead of dealing with whatever's going on. Is this all making sense? Yeah. Really good sense. Okay. Cause I took notes and, and they're, I it says decision anxiety on my notes. Oh, and then when you don't, <laughs> um, when you're not trusted, you learn not to trust yourself. So I felt out of control, which led to controlling others or my environment, decision anxiety. Oh, learning to lie. You mm. kind of learn to lie because you know this person isn't going to trust you either little, way. Like those little nugget white lies. Yes. Because you're in fear of getting in trouble. Why are quote unquote small lies, why are they white lies? What's up with that? I don't know. Um, Because white is um, not intimidating maybe. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. That's weird. That that feels weird why there's a color to it. And my last note on that is... um, when someone else is making all your decisions for you mm-hmm. and rules for you, it, uh, it leads to n- not knowing what you want because someone else is basically telling you what you want. And also uh, uh, it can lead to really low self-esteem and low self-esteem. Yeah. And then that is like, those are some of the roots of codependency basically. Yeah. That I've learned. Yeah which I'd love to get into on this podcast. Yeah, let's do let's do that on one of these ones. Okay, um, that was really good, honey. Thank you for sharing mm, that. Thanks. Can we move on to a couple of shortcomings yeah. and then wrap it up? Well, we got to talk about codependency on this. I meant like this episode. Oh, well. Because that's a, that's a neurosy, a shortcoming. We're running long already. I think we should oh. wait till another episode. Okay. No? Well, 
Maybe we do a whole topic on codependency. Yeah, but we got to consider time here, honey. We're at I 35 mean later. minutes. I mean later. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah, I've said that like twice already. All right. Okay, so can okay, so can we get into a couple of shortcomings? Mm-hmm. All right. Those neuroses were really good. Um, so here's a couple of things. <clears throat> or here's one thing. I'll go, I'll go one. Um I have a lot of apathy and laziness in me, and it's a huge shortcoming. And I have a tendency to do all all my best work is done in a sprint so to speak. Mm. Like I'll just become obsessed and do it all right there. And it might take me all night or all day or all night and all day for a while. And, um, I really, and then, and then I'll relax really hard. So I'll work really hard and relax really hard. And right now I'm fat, I'm getting fat (laughs) and it's because of my laziness and it's because of my lack of routine And that comes from, that comes from my fears and anxieties and my self awareness leading to depressive moments. And it's just Netflix and ice cream and cereal (laughs) and pizza (laughs) and cheeseburgers. And then I still get my work done because, because I have to. And, but I'd rather in these moments just not work ever. And I really want to improve on that. And I'm starting to now and, and I get in ruts. Some years are better than others. And that's a huge shortcoming of mine. And this year, this year was, this year I hit a pretty, pretty big bout of laziness and depression. And, um, last year, not so much. And so maybe the next year, not so much again. <laughs> maybe, yeah. <laughs> um, that's a good one. Yeah. I just want to tattle on myself because <laughs> I'm not going to improve <laughs> if I don't get honest with myself. Yeah. A lot of, ju- a lot of junk food around here. Yeah. Delicious. It's delicious yummy. junk food. I like chips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's really hard to eat healthy right now. Um, okay. Well, my other one was, uh, codependency, which we're going to kind of get into the details of that later, but, um, do we have anything else to add? Well, then don't you want to talk about your shortcoming? Uh, You just said codependency, but that didn't really explain (laughs) anything. Uh, I feel like it's. I feel like codependency is my biggest shortcoming. Is that a shortcoming? Uh, well, I've never heard of a shortcoming called shortcom. Shortcom. <laughs> <laughs> but why not? I mean, codependency is a huge. It's a broad. It's a really broad. It's thing. super broad. I, I'd I'd love it if you I could could draw some things directly from that. Yeah, just like an example of a short. Like mine was laziness. Right. Oh, geez, yeah. Um, I mean, you so, already talked about a few of them, but, uh, something big for me is, uh, what's the word procrastination, big time procrastinator. I'll make all kinds of com- excuses in my head. And I think in the same line of that is being late to things. Mm, yeah. Um, 
I'll like, I'll just consistently like 10 minutes late to everything. And I'm, I have to work on it my entire life. I don't know why I'm like that, but, um, I think the, the procrastination comes from fear of not doing the thing correctly, which you kind of touched on that. Like if I have a big project looming ahead, I'm just waiting, waiting, wait, even though I'll end up doing it well. I, for some reason with low self-esteem will tell myself that I'm, I don't know how to do it or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, something else I do is, so there, there's two things that are codependent behavior. One's obsession and one is indifference. So I heard a thing the other day that was, um, managing, managing, your shortcomings in re- in relation to codependency is like letting that pendulum swing somewhere in the middle of obsession and indifference. And I'll find myself in an obsessive behaviors from time to time. And I'll have to come back to earth basically and realize that it's because I'm not taking care of myself. And then the other side of indifference is like, I'll detach so hard if, if I'm not interested in what someone's talking about or what, who they are. Maybe I'm intimidated by someone. I'm totally indifferent to them and I'll just like glaze over and detach emotionally from them. I don't know if any of this is making sense, but obsession and indifference, I think are two of my shortcomings. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Well, OCD. Okay, I got one more, and then um, uh, do you have one more, or was that it? No, I think I did this wrong. <laughs> you, we're not doing this wrong, though. <laughs> well, you specifically wrote down um, your really specific shortcomings, and I'm more like categorized topics. That's okay. That relate to shortcomings instead of writing down specifics. That's why I'm spitballing here. That's okay, honey. Where it's, we're just going, we're just doing right. our best here. Okay. And it's really good, by the way. I'm loving this. Okay. Um, okay. So, all right. Uh, I have a two, a two thing, a twofer. So, uh, envy is another big shortcoming of mine. Mm-hmm. So I measure my insights, how I feel with other people's outsides, what they're doing and how they seem to be. And it, it, it is especially apparent in, um, in my career because I'm always, I'm 36 and there's, there's people in their twenties killing it way better than me. Mm, that's really good one. That's a, um, and, that's well, on the list of codependency too. Okay. Measuring your insides by someone else's outsides. And I'm, I'm, I've always been like 10 years late to the game on just about everything and it's happening now it's always a wish of mine that i had been better and more self-aware and more hardworking and younger i wish i had this better mental fortitude and a better work ethic the appreciation for hard work going above and beyond 10 15 years ago Mm -hmm. and so i'm always at the point of envy um uh, well i guess not always i'm kind of generalizing the thing but it is definitely a shortcoming of mine and yeah. my next one is, 
which relates with it is things are always a big bit of a struggle for me and I complain about it. Oh. And instead of complaining, which I do this, but I wish I was better at it again, um, is instead of complaining, I could just work at it or let go if, cause it's, it's appropriate to let go and, and relax and, and it is healthy to be lazy sometimes. You got to rest, but in order to get better and to not struggle, I have to work. And the work might be a struggle, and that's what I'm afraid of is how hard it will be. And I might, at the end of it, find out I'm not good at the thing that I want to be good at. And that's something that I have to... That's the fear. That's the fear, yeah. And you that's, sh- that's what I was trying to into words with procrastination, but go on. Well, I have to be confident and to bolster my self-esteem and to realize that usually at the end of hard work, even if I'm not as good as I want to be, I'm better every time. Every time I've made, there's progress there. And really what I want is the perfection out of it. I want to be, I want to be a, I want to do jobs for Patagonia. Um, in, in filmmaking and photography tomorrow, where really it's probably if I, if that is an actual goal of mine, which is close, it's up there. Um, it's going to take me at least 10 years Mm -hmm. to manifest that through hard work and connections and good work and stuff like that. And am I willing to go through that? Fuck yes. I want to be able to work that hard and to, be that diligent and self-aware and to work on my weaknesses in order to get that because 10 years can go by and I could just play video games and nothing could happen or I could work my ass off and I could get closer to the goal. Even if I didn't make it, I can get closer. I can have that progress. Uh, I have one more. Can, do we have time for one more? Yeah, let's do one more and then wrap it up. Um, I don't know the word for this, but being, a sort of chameleon with different personalities in different rooms um, is something that I've realized that I do. So for example, if you're meeting a new person for the first time, you kind of match their vibe. Yeah. And, um, or if you're around someone real cynical, I'll start to get real cynical right along with them. Like it's, mm-hmm. it comes from wanting to fit in. Mm. Yeah. And, um, basically it's a survival instinct too. So if you're in a room of people who are joking around, you're going to be joking around. You're not going to be a stick in the mud. Um, but, um, that's how people get taken advantage of like, um, women with men at work, for example, uh, can kind of want to be compliant and, um, go with the flow and, and kind of match the atmosphere and you can kind of get into trouble there. But what I really want more than anything is to just be myself, no matter who else is around. And that takes work. It sounds really simple, but I think we all know that just be yourself is the goal. Um, but it does come in handy sometimes, I will say. Yeah, I I have a different opinion. Do you? On that. I want to first acknowledge that I hear you and I encourage, encourage you to work on, on, on what you need to work on there because I do the same thing, but there is a game of Thrones in office politics and in the workforce. 
But how about outside of work as well? Too? Uh, it depends on the situation, but I, old, yes, I agree that being yourself is the absolute best thing, but I, there are tactics that I use and people have to use in order to, um, reach, uh, uh, to elevate your position in, at, at the workplace. And some well, of you're it, totally be, right. yeah. some of it, you do have to use mannerism mirroring and mirroring people. And there's certain things you want to do, which is not fold your arms, make mm-hmm. eye contact, nod mm-hmm. your head, go with, you know, go with their opinion a little bit and then kind of hold back. Oh, totally. I, I think I'm mostly referring to the personality matching. Right. Like, like full on, like you're just like their personality, you match them and you're, you're not aware of it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Which is why, um, when I live with someone, I start to talk like them. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, which I don't know how to not do that really. Well, I think it's biologically ingrained in us. I think that's part of what you're totally correct. It's a survival mechanism. I think it's just part of being human. I think it is a skill, like what you're saying. Sure. Okay. It's really, um, it's good to be able to do that, but there's like a, some deeper levels of it. That's a codependent behavior. Yeah. And I have it too. Sometimes I'll get into a conversation of, because I'm, I'm, I'm coming in without much leverage in that conversation and I want to match or gain some footing and then I'll, and I'll do the personality matching and the mirroring and stuff. And I'll leave that meeting and I'll be like, what, why did I, do, <laughs> why did you, why did I do that? And yeah. why didn't I say my opinion because it was a little better and I might have garnered a little bit more respect because of it. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Or like, um, I'm a little punk rock, but I just started relating with that person about really basic Mm-hmm. basic shit. And I came down a level to like, um, be into things that I'm not, but that can be okay because that <laughs> goes back to the small talk game and it's fun. It can be fun to go down that rabbit hole That's because true. you're realizing how basic this person is and you're just kind of enjoying the absurdity in your head. Mm-hmm. And I like to just see how basic it can get, man. <laughs> So, uh, cool Nickelback, right? Oh God. I will say that was a mean, that was mean because Nickelback, <laughs> they're, they the have of so many jokes. They have an amazing career. Yeah. And I don't know them Gosh. and I feel bad about that joke. Well, but maybe, they'll maybe, forgive you. <laughs> maybe it's more appropriate to go. So, uh, do you do a, a buffer sheet in between the mattress hug? And Is this the duvet? Talk? Yeah. I mean, do you do a buffer sheet? Yeah. I think that's a great small talk to just pepper in. You can just pepper in stupid stuff like that. Yeah. And I do. And it's stupid, so but shamp- amazing. When you shampoo. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you lather in with your fingertips or do you like to scratch with your fingernails? Well, I think, so first of all, I try, I do shampoo most of the time. It's great. I love it. I don't, I don't condition because it kind of makes my hair too soft. You but don't then, condition? Yeah, I don't condition oh, all the time. Wow, okay. I have short hair. I don't, you know, I don't really need it. But, uh, but when I do put in the shampoo, I, I get a good lather on my hands. I wipe it into the hair and mm-hmm. then there's a couple scratches Yeah. and then it's a massage and then it's out of my hair in like 30 seconds. But Boom, do you, done. do you wash your hair first or your body first? I wash my hair first. Oh, interesting. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah. What well, do you do? I guess everyone does it differently. Yeah. Yeah, you know, everybody has their own shampoo routine. God, isn't it funny to think about how everyone does everything so differently? And wouldn't it just be hilarious? <laughs> Can you really trust somebody who starts their washing routine from the feet up? Like, what uh, kind of what kind of a psychopath is that? Right. That's a good point. Is Salem growling? I don't know, but. <laughs> it's a I'm about Salem, be careful. I'm about ready to return him to the pound. <laughs> well, hey, on our next episode of Should We Get Married? Oh. Are you ready for this? Uh yeah. Because I'm gonna say it out Wait, loud right what now. What are we even doing? Well, are you ready? Yes. Okay. On our next episode of Should We Get Married. Hold on. Did I agree to this topic? <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be amazing. By the way, thank you so much for listening. If you made it this far, I see you. I appreciate you. <laughs> and um and it's it's amazing. We it's this conversation ended up being really beneficial for me. So thank we you. We made it. We made it through a podcast and on to the next one. So on the next episode of Should We Get Married, we're gonna talk about if we were ever to get married, uh, how would we divvy up the last name? Would it be my last name? Would uh, it be your last name? We're gonna talk about that for an hour. Let's talk about it. No, not an hour. Just a little bit. I think it's going to take an hour. It's, it's going to be a topic within the podcast. <laughs> all right. Let's talk about all kinds of stuff if we were to actually get married. <laughs> like the wedding itself. Well, let's keep it simple. The, the ring, wedding. The rings. The okay. names. All right. We're going to talk about definitely <laughs> the last names and maybe a few other things, it sounds oh, like. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Sure.